You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Smart Sex, Smart Love. We're talking about sex goes beyond the taboos and talking about love goes beyond the honeymoon. I'm Dr. Joe Court. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to Smart Sex, Smart Love. I'm Dr. Joe Court. And this week on this episode, I'm joined by certified asex sexuality educator, presenter, and author, Brian McNaught, to chat about intimacy and LGBTQ older adults. 40% of Americans aged 65 to 80 are sexually active. Before COVID containment, sexually transmitted infections were on the rise in nursing homes. Even if they're unable to perform sexually, most older people never lose their desire for intimacy in whatever form it might take. Named the godfather of gay diversity training by the New York Times, Brian McNaught is considered one of the world's leading corporate diversity consultants leading dealing with lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer issues in the workplace. He's also the author of seven books on LGBTQ issues. When services are created for LGBTQ older adults, we think about their physical and emotional health. Before the social distancing of the pandemic, they had planned get-togethers and outings. Does it occur to us, though, that maybe we're failing to address a most important component of seniors' emotional health, the need to feel intimacy? Let's discuss this. Welcome, Brian. Thank you, Joe. It's great to be with you. Detroit, Detroit. That's right. You're from here. Yes, I am. Born and raised. What year did you move away? Uh, 1976. Wow. Uh, Went from Detroit. So I was I was uh, 28. Uh, 1976 went from Detroit to Boston. Okay. All right. uh, There, there I met Ray, and 44 years later, we're still together. I know that's so awesome. You're such a role model to me and so many people in so many ways. And I just want to tell the story how I met you because I didn't know you in the, in the seventies or eighties. Uh, were you born? I was, yeah, 63. <laughs> I was born, but I think because you were speaking to Catholic, was it a cat doing more? No, Catholic? actually it, Joe, it was in all the newspapers and radio stations in Detroit after the Catholic church dropped my column and I went on my hunger fast, you know, every, every top radio and TV show host wanted to talk about it. And so uh, you would have had access that way, but maybe because it was Catholic oriented. But as gay, I mean, you little little gay kid, you must have thought heard the word and wanted to listen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did, I just remember you mostly in, in it was ninety three, I think, when your PBS special came out, right? Well, actually, uh, uh, before that, Joe, I did a video called uh, "A Conversation with Brian McNaught on Being Gay" and. And that aired on a lot of TV stations. And then a, a PBS station in Denver filmed three programs with me that started airing across the country. Oh, but, wow. Uh, whatever. So you came up to me uh, yeah, so in Robinstown. I, and I, I first, I couldn't. We saw you first somewhere uh, at the Muse, actually. Oh, and okay. Mike, my husband was like, go up to him. He's like, it's, you know, it's okay. And I'm like, I can't do it. What if he's, you know, doesn't want people to come up to him? You know, you were a celebrity to me. You were like the Gloria Steinem uh, yeah. to gay men or to LGBTQ that she was to women, you know, really pointing out uh, to me just like how unfair things were and how heteronormative things. 
So then we went somewhere else. It was at the other end of the strip of province. Yeah, we were at Bubala's. Oh, oh, yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I do. You oh my came God. up and you told me you told me that you thought I was the Gloria Steinem. You made my my year. <laughs> oh my God! But it was. I'm so glad I did because you made mine. And yeah. then after that, we exchanged. It was before the internet, before email. And you said, I had told you I was writing for the Jewish News. And you were like, well, send me some of your writings. And I mm-hmm. thought, yeah, yeah, he's being nice. And okay. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I thought I'd never hear from you. And you freaking not only responded, but you hand wrote. You didn't even type. You mm-hmm. hand wrote your note back to me. I could cry just remembering yeah, that. That's, that's great. Uh, did you save that? I did save that. I have it in about good. Yes. good, good. You know, the Stonewall National Museum uh, and Fort Lauderdale collects all of that. Ray and I have, have donated a lot of really rare LGBT artifacts, like a, a one of a hundred copies of Walt Whitman's work where he crossed out type and wrote in his own handwriting a change he wanted to make at the last minute. Really cool stuff. So all of your stuff, Joe, and I think I've told you this before, you know, you need to save. Oh, right? I'll definitely do that. You have told yeah. me that before. Yeah. So let's talk about, let me tell you how I got onto the subject of seniors. I'm a volunteer uh, with a a, a friendly visitor program. Before COVID containment, uh, we would uh, go visit in person older gay men, usually, who asked for help from SAGE, Senior Action in a Gay Environment, and from the South uh, Florida Institute on Aging. So I signed up you know, met this guy whose husband had just died. Uh, he was a mess because he didn't know how to do anything. You know, his, his husband had done everything electronic, paid all the bills. So he was a mess, which is not uncommon. 82 years old. They'd been together 48 years. So I started working with him initially, just letting him cry and then, you know, helped him get, you know, know how to do the cell phone and retrieve messages on the internet. And then he said to me not too long ago, he said, I, I'm lonely. I want to be held. I want to be kissed. You know, I, I want sex. Is that am I bad person for wanting this? And I thought, you know, obviously you're not a bad person, which I told him. I said, it's perfectly normal. But it raised this really important issue for me. Um, I was prohibited by law from telling him what his options were. One, because I represented an organization, right? And two, am I promoting prostitution in the state of Florida? It's illegal. And the jo- the John can be arrested also. Mm. So, so I started calling around uh, and I wrote a column about it, but I didn't make him my client. I just made him my friend. Mm. And I talked to a, a, you know, a former a bath owner, uh, a guest house where clothing optional for gay men owner uh, and and older gay older gay men. I said, you know, what what are people doing? You know, Ray and I've been together for all this time. I don't we haven't called any escort services yet. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, it raised for me this issue, which I you know I love talking with you about because you're so good on sexuality and and especially gay men and the issues they face, and you know as well as I do. That you know, there's a an, an unending hunger for intimacy in our lives. Yes, and it doesn't. You know, I was with a guy yesterday. I was at the polling booth yesterday, and and a guy a little younger than me, sixty nine. I'm seventy two, 
he said, well, I haven't had sex in years. And, you know, I haven't had sex in years. But uh, and there are people who who are my age who can't believe that someone like me wouldn't have sex because they want it all the time. I think we're all different. Mm-hmm. But we all want intimacy, you know, mm-hmm. and um, Abraham Maslow in his in his pyramid of needs. Sex was down in with water and uh, and air and intimacy was at level three before self-esteem. So the question that I have, you know, that I'd love to raise with you is how do we vet uh, services for older gay men and women? But, you know, my focus right now is gay men. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, is there any way to vet uh, escort services uh, or, um, well, male prostitutes? Because uh, they're afraid of calling Grinder. I said, "What about Grinder?" He said, "I don't want to be robbed." He said, "I don't want to be killed." Mm. And there are people who have been killed on Grinder. Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't want to get syphilis. I don't want to get you know." He was a nurse, so he knew all this stuff. Sure. So the question for you and me, and it's not going to get answered in these twenty-five minutes. But what do we do? You know, how do we help people in need uh, who ask us for help? It's such a good question because, you know, um, I do have clients that will pay sex workers and, and I can just see people listening to us going, oh, my God, why are they doing that? First, it's illegal. Secondly, it's immoral or whatever they think. And why no, can't they blah, just, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> why can't they just find each other? Because a lot of gay men, older gay men, in my experience, you tell me if it's different for you, are looking for younger. They're not looking for the same age. Do you see that? Well, this guy in particular was looking for younger. Somebody yesterday said to me, this guy that I was talking to, he said, I would like a good 30-year-old. I said, you do not want a 30-year-old. <laughs> do you have any idea what you're asking for? Yeah. You know, and, and my guy doesn't want anyone that he's going to move in. He said, I don't want to move my former husband's stuff, you know, to make room for this person. I don't, I have my own habits. I get up when I want to get up. You know, I watch what I want to watch. I'm not looking for that. I don't, right. you know, I'm not looking for a dating service. I'm looking to be held. And, and then, Somebody sent me a, a, a post or a, a, a link for cuddle. You can hire somebody to cuddle with you. Yeah. I know that it's not in every place. Like we don't have it here, but I know it exists. Yeah. Yeah. And there are professional cuddlers. And then yeah. there are people who just join the organization because they want to cuddle and they want to be cuddled. People have such negative images because I, I'm sure people can do wrong with these um, models, but for the most part, they're not. And, you know, there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, of being a sugar daddy. Let's say there's a younger man that wants to have some kind of exchange with you. Maybe he's not a sex worker, but it's it's an, it's a financial exchange. Or right. there's also the whole um, uh, daddy, you know, daddy, you know, you're a daddy. You're a great fox. So, they, yeah, they're, they, they, they're attracted to older mature men yes uh who who really won't make that many sexual demands on them right you know it's like these it's like these straight women who are attracted to gay men because we're safe you know mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. date us in high school and college you know with this suspicion that we're gay but they love us because we you know we compliment their outfits and we don't try to do anything <laughs> no so they're you know so they're younger gay men who are attracted to older gay men and i think that's fine um, this is that's not what this is about. And if you want to have somebody that you take on the Queen Mary with you, and you know, and and people ask, "Is he gr- your grandson?" Which is you're going to get asked. Oh, yeah. is he your grandson? You got to deal with that, you know. And if you're proud, you say, "No, he's my partner." Um, 
uh, and I've adopted them because that's the only way, you know, <laughs> I don't know. So I, but so yes, let's, let's eliminate uh, the, the, the young men who are interested in older men and they want a relationship and the older man who's interested in the younger man. I'm talking about right now, if we can focus yeah. on somebody comes to you and says, help me out. You know, you guys take me to bingo. You take me to the opera. You think that's going to make me happy. What's going to make me happy is that if you can help me find somebody to cuddle with me without slashing my throat. This is so hard because ethically, as a therapist, I'm not allowed, you know, to share um, that, you know, to say, go get a sex worker and here's how you find them, you know? Right. But Joe, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, but if I can, (laughs) therapists, when you were young, broke the law all the time. Yeah. And we gay men, you know, I, it was not until like 2003 that sodomy was eliminated nationally. So from 1974, when I was fired by the Michigan Catholic to 2003, I was advocating illegal behavior. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So when somebody when somebody from Sage told me, you know, we can't do that; it's illegal. I said, "Oh, come on! What? Can-? You know, I understand that, and I understand if a newspaper ever got a hold of the fact that somebody like me, who is a volunteer for Sage, gave out information on a safe escort." that the board of directors would resign. The executive director would be fired. No one would give him any more money all because of this me and that one person. So I understand the limitation, but the illegality of it shouldn't stop us from, you know, helping people. It doesn't. So I'll tell you what I do. I just can't directly recommend it, but I'll say, I know there are lots of older gay adult male that seek out sex worker services. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll say, so that's that's an option. People explore that. I don't know what you want to do, but that's an option for lots of people. So it gives them and, a- and, yeah. and here are a list of sites that some people go to because yeah. some sometimes sometimes the person's befuddled and they think, well, what more tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Don't just tell me that some people do this. What's the name of the service? Yeah. So what I do rather than, um, again, so I know you're, what you're saying about the legalities, but I'll yeah. tell them what to put into Google to find those services. Yeah, and that's good. Find, yeah, that's what I do. So then that's up to them, you know? Yeah. Or, it, or, or clip out the column that I sent you, you know, oh, yeah. mim- mimeograph it and put it on your coffee table in the lobby and say, there's some literature out there you might want to look at. But I love that you're doing this because older people in general are not seen as sexual, right? And no. I know that, and it's actually stopped in nursing homes and even uh, other places where older adults are. And you're saying, no, we should be, and it's hard to believe even in the gay culture, it's like that, but it is. Well, you know why people say it's gross? The, the people who are saying it are young people imagining wrinkled skin that they don't want to touch, right? Mm-hmm. Or they don't want a wrinkled old hand touching them. That's fine. You don't have to do it. You know, you don't have to be the one that does it. But an, an older person, regardless of what their body may look like to you, mm-hmm. inside is your age and has the same need to be held and touched and loved. And so many older people, women and men, they, they go, the hairdresser touches their head and that's how they get their fix, yes. right? Yes. Or a massage, you know, they, they, you know, happy ending or no happy ending. I mean, you you buy a pill, you know, to get to be able to have it happy ending. It costs the same amount as the massage. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous that you know, 
Viagra costs what it does. But we need to talk about how to make it possible. Because like the guy yesterday, and tell me when we're running out of time. Oh, no, you're good. The guy yesterday said to me, well, you know what? You know, I I have uh, prostate problems. And I said, well, I had prostate surgery. I said, you know, so I take Flomax and and I have what they call retrograde ejaculation. Well, no one talks about this. You know, that's when you ejaculate inside your penis. The semen does not come out. And so people think that it's not an, an orgasm, which is an which is a cerebral thing yes. uh, or it's not, or you're not having, you know, you're not satisfied. Well, it's very satisfying. <laughs> you know, this it's is like, reminding me, yeah. Yeah, reminding yeah. me of Joan Price's uh, work, uh, sex over 50, working with older adults and sex, but we don't have one for gay men. No. And, uh, and it, there, I think there's stuff coming out. I saw a book by a guy um, and but I don't want to, I don't, this is not a book about how do you tone yourself up? No. You know, how do you to adjust be attractive your, to right. whoever? How no. do you, as an overweight, bald, you know, not even wealthy person. Yes. You know, yes. So can you, can you go to the baths? And I thought, oh my God, I don't want to say that because I don't want the person hurt. But I called a bath owner and he said, look, he said at the baths, there's, always somebody for everybody right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's somebody who, who, who is not interested in all the muscles and they want the heavy set guy who's in the tv room you know cursing the election results <laughs> i won't go let's not go there so uh, <laughs> um so so I, we just need to tell people about that and in my column you know i wrote wrote a column for south florida gay news but i i posted on my my facebook page you know, I, I told people what the baths were in Fort Lauderdale and which one has more seniors going to it. Oh, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. And a couple of people who read this said, oh, my God, this is exactly what we need. You know, yeah. we need somebody to tell us about rent boys versus rent men and which is the better for us. And, you know, is there a, a Yelp for, you know, gay escort services? I mean, can you I rate? Think just, I think it's just rent men. And I do know that people talk about it on some of the other apps. You know, they'll say, uh, you know, they'll use words like I'm generous or, you know, I'll, I'll have a good, I'll exchange or I'll buy you stuff or people will do that. But yeah. one of the things that is the biggest risk, and I always prepare the older guys, um, is there is so much negativity and so much uh, insulting that goes on. You're too old. You could be my grandfather. What are you doing on here? They have to, I tell my clients, just put your armor on. It's well, not- you know, uh, you you have to do that as a gay man anyway. I walked into the I walked into my first gay bar, the Woodward, you know, on Woodward Avenue in Detroit, yeah. and I had a tie on. You know, I didn't know. No one had mentored me. So I walk in, you know, and I look at pictures of myself, you know, at that age. It was pretty cute. So I you walk in, this cute guy, and somebody says, "Oh, get a load of the tie." You know, that's, you know, and so I was, I felt self-conscious the whole night because some person who is insecure and angry or whatever decides to pick on me, right? So we've had to deal with that our whole lives. You you as a Jew and me as a Catholic growing up, oh my God, he's Catholic. Oh Lord, he's probably, you know, against abortion. Well, I'm no longer Catholic, but nevertheless, I, you know, there, I have a, a few scars from gay men who didn't like that about me. Yeah. Right. So yes, I know we have to prepare older men just 
I have to prepare myself. So I did a I did a podcast for Stonewall that was visual, and somebody said to me, I said, did you like it? He said, yes, but I would hold the camera differently. It shows your neck up. (laughs) I said, that's my neck. You know, I'm 72. That's the kind of neck you're going to have when you're 72. (laughs) Right. This is the gay male community. Hey, this is what it looks like. Right. right? But I love that you have a place for people to go. And it would be nice if if it doesn't sound like Sage can really do that, right? Or incorporate that into their. I don't know that they will. I think, think you know, the person at Sage that I talked to, was really interested in keeping the conversation going. Good. So it's not like they, you know, squashed it. And, uh, and, and I'm feeling kind of encouraged to pursue it. I don't, you know, I'm not an authority. I I've been doing a lot of reading on death and dying because that interests me. How do you help older people? And in my area, older gay people, how do you help them make the transition without fear? Right. About what's going to happen next. Uh, but, I, I, I'm sort of fascinated now in this in-between stage about, all right, before you help them out the door, why don't you help somebody through their door so, so that they can uh, maybe have their moment of bliss? I love that. I love now, that. You, you conduct all kinds of retreats. Right? I don't anymore. I did forever. I did forever. But in the last maybe five, seven years, I stopped. Oh, and I why? just do more presentations. I why? got really busy. With that, and then the school that I, I'm co-director of, I'm I'm just too busy. Uh, okay, I love well, that's our food. that's our loss. Yeah. Oh, thank uh, you. You're, that you're not doing it. I because I would it. send people to you. Joe, go to Joe Court. Joe, to, go to Joe. Oh, Court. thank you so much. And I loved doing them. Loved it. But it was some, something had to go for me. But to me, yeah. that was another place because I could say to guys, "All right, so you're having trouble out there. Let's come to these retreats, and you never yeah. know who you're going to meet." Or go to the Body Electric. You know, there are a lot of people, young and old, to go to the body electric, you know, introductory courses, older courses. Um, I, I went to naked yoga for a while down here, and there were like 30 gay men, different ages, that went to you know, naked yoga. It wasn't a sexual thing in terms of, well, there were people who hung around later. But <laughs> <laughs> but during the, you know, during the time that I was doing my yoga, down dog and everything, I said, you know, I thought this is great. You know, people's bodies are there. They're being acknowledged as older. And that's, you know, this is what happens to us guys. But I don't think, Joe, I don't think we older gay men, and I'm not including you in that. You can include me. I'm older. I'm 57. Oh, all right. Well, you know, you're young to me, but okay, you are older. I don't think we're mentoring younger gay men sufficiently. But, no. but I'm also not sure they want to hear from us. Well, that's the thing. I always yeah. wanted to. That's why I was so drawn to you. You were older than me. And I was like, what can I learn from you? Now that yeah. I'm older, I still like to learn from younger too and older, but I want to be there for them. And a lot of them reject it. Yeah. Joe, how typical were you? I mean, you're one of the yeah. really unique kind of gay men who come along, who's interested in our history, interested in, you know, who are these people? What have they done? you know, what community do I belong to as opposed to, well, how much are the drinks on Tuesday night? <laughs> right. I want you to, I'm glad you brought up body electric. Cause I do recommend them because that yeah. is a, a workshop and it's non-judgmental. You could have any penis size. You could have any body type you want old, young, and it's all very sexual, but uh, appropriately sexual. Yeah. My only problem, I have to say this, cause it's not Nirvana is that when I went um, and we got paired up, not who we wanted to be paired with, but, you know, oh. we got paired up and I got paired up with somebody that I just did not want to be paired up with. I mean, he, 
he reminded me of an abuser oh. and uh, in terms of body type. And so it's not necessarily going to be uh, uh, a perfect experience for you, but it is an opportunity to get naked with, <laughs> with other men and get touched. Right. And get touched. And get touched. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think there are a lot of uh, I, I wrote in my column that, you know, if Ray dies before me, I probably wouldn't go to the baths. I'd probably go to some gay spiritual weekend, you know, where we got naked and and and, and got in a sweat lodge and, and ate magic mushrooms. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we were touching. <laughs> well, you know, I'll say this and then we have to stop. I, I want to I have people be able to find you. But there's also Mankind Project, mkp.org. I went gay through bisexual it. Reach up. Did you do the gay bisexual? I did, I did the warrior weekend. Yes. I was the only gay man in the whole group. Oh wow! So oh wow! And the and the oldest person in the whole group. Did you get something out of it though? I I did. Uh, um, I did. Although um, my only problem with the Mankind Project is that it it that in order to continue existing, it pushes, pushes, pushes. Oh, I know. Education, training, recruitment, etc. Yeah. And, and Joe, we we only got naked in the Mankind Project for like. 15, 20 minutes right. where we sat in a circle and they said, we're now going to talk about sex. You each have two minutes. And I said, are you crazy? <laughs> right. Are you nuts? You know, that's the issue we should have sat down with when we arrived. <laughs> so there needs to be a workshop like that. Maybe you and I might co-create that. Well, too. you know, the sex camp, the book I wrote, sex camp, um, oh, yeah. talked about the, the, the experience at uh, Thornfield. And if, you know, if anyone wants a, a fun sex ed experience and go through a whole week of affirmation. It's free on my website, you know, it's called sex camp. Awesome. It's lots of fun. It's my only novel. Uh, and uh, I know you're going to tell everyone this. So, I'll so my, my website is www.brian, B R I A N hyphen or dash not underscore. Mcnaught m c n a u g h t dot com, and there's Great. all of my all of my videos are free. I've got seven free videos there. About six of my books are free. I have a few more books out now, Joe. Yeah, I've um, seen it, I've watched them. Yeah, and, yeah. And you yeah. know, you're very generous to be giving this away. Well, why not? You know, I it, for a while they were for sale, mm -hmm. uh, and I made back what you know the, what the publisher wanted to. So I thought I'm buying back the rights and I don't want money to ever be an issue for people. You know what the problem with that, Joe, though, is if you say something is free, people don't think it has any value. I know, I you know. know. They have to pay $20 <laughs> before they think it's worth reading. I think, <laughs> what are you, nuts? All right, I'll go back and sell them again if you <laughs> Well, listen, I could talk to you all day. We, we do have to stop. I'm glad you told people where to find you. I'm so thrilled that you came on the show. Maybe Thank we'll do you. another one. Um, I'd love to. I love I really would. time with you. I know. I love it. I knew it would be good. And it was. And I just want to tell my listeners, thanks for listening. If they're looking for me online, they can go to Dr. Joe Court on Twitter and also on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And I, I'm just so glad you got a chance to listen to Brian today. And um, everybody stay safe and healthy. And um, see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Smart Sex, Smart Love. I'm Dr. Joe Court, and you can find me on joecourt.com. That's J-O-E-K-O-R-T.com. See you next time.